Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast. We are on episode 100. Jeff Seabach, Phil Sexton, your co-hosts, and today we are super excited because we've got a lovely managing broker in the room, in the house. An active participating realtor, more an, importantly. An active yeah. team lead participating yes. realtor talking to us about the listing appointments that she's on up against some heavy hitters. <laughs> We're excited. Let's give Cindy Flowers a round of applause. Woo! Yes. Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast hosted by Jeff Seabot and Phil Sexton. It's time to put the consumer first in real estate. Our podcast offers state-of-the-art internet tactics and lead conversion methods. We teach you how to become a better realtor and more valued resource that your sphere will want to use. Welcome, right, so this Cindy. This is part of our Rising Star Stars series. So, um, I get to be we, number 100. Well, well, yes. We, we noticed your increase in production, and that's why we wanted to reach out and have you on because, I mean, this the, the Southeast Valley is uber competitive. I mean, that space is tough, and to um, increase your business like you did, that's why we wanted to have you on and find out what you're doing differently. So 2017, I've got production at just uh, over 14.5 million, 14.6 million. 2018, last year, you did 20.8 million, which is a big jump in itself. And now this year, you've already got 12.3 in the books. And But you said you're looking to get to 40 this year. Yeah, 40's our goal. Your big, year. hairy, <laughs> audacious goal. I love it. B-hag, it's called your, B-hag. Your B-hag, hairy, yes. audacious goal, that's right. Of course, awesome. Thanks for coming in today. So Thank we were having time. a little uh, pre-roll discussion and talking about, we were having the debate of whether real estate is changing or staying the same. What do you think? Well, it's always changing. Otherwise, I would have been bored and gotten out of it a long time ago. <laughs> Yeah, that, I think that seriously, I think there are those of us who are just kind of real estate junkies and we're just hooked on it. And if it doesn't change, we would get bored and move on. But it is always challenging. And, you know, there's just no markets that are the same as they used to be. There's always something new or better we could do to better serve our clients and uh, take better care of our team members and just do a better job in general. And uh, that's that's what keeps me going. Now, <laughs> I got you, uh, your experience, your number of years of experience. It's odd because it looks like it matches your age. Yeah. It, over 40? <laughs> over 40, 40 years? years <laughs> yeah. I'm only 40 years old. Yeah, well done. Well done. <laughs> and I applaud you because when, uh, you know, as we do research on our guests that come in and, and, I, and I see that you are out there using Facebook Live. I, I know that you've been on podcasts before, right? Like, kudos to you because it's a... Because, like you said, we're talking about how this industry is changing, but I can see from your marketing how you're how you have changed and adapted to new tool, new tools. Well, I just don't think we can do a great job for our clients if we don't stay on the leading edge, if we don't keep learning, if we don't try to improve. How can we do a better job for them? And that's the bottom line. If we do a better job for our clients, we're going to do a better job for ourselves and yeah. and our team members. Everybody, you know, rises together. So uh, it's important. So is there anything particular you think in 2018 that you did differently or do you think it's just some of the whole or, you know, I mean, is it? No, I know, I know exactly what happened and we're not to, you know, we've been higher than this in the past when the market crashed. Uh, I think that year we had done 33 million wow. or 31, something like yeah. that. And, but simultaneous to the market crashing, my husband got sick with cancer for the second time. And so that took uh, both Bill and I out of the 
office and out of the flow of, of things. Of course. But because we had some really strong systems that some really cool people had helped us build, uh, our team was able to survive and, and maintain and, and stay alive and keep us going until I could jump back in. Bill has never been able to jump back in. So uh, we lost a big portion of our production then yeah and i mean you know that's my business partner that's my best friend that's the love of my life and sure. you know but he's he beat cancer and he's still alive so that's praise exciting. god for that yeah, yeah. congratulations awesome. but, wow. but that definitely cemented how important the systems are and well, I don't well, talk about the system though we yeah. want to be we want more details so yeah we had a much the... bigger team at that time uh, the more the more people you have the better your systems have got to be and uh, since that time we've kind of built up and taking it back down and you know fine-tuned because the market keeps changing uh, the business keeps changing our, the, our clients needs keep changing and so and, and I see one know. of the as you know we can only see so much about your systems but I see one of the tools you use is boomtown mm -hmm. and so when you're talking about systems is that one that's incorporated there that is that is and I, I think all of us have a bunch of a bunch of systems um, yes I know when um, raging Christopher, a lot of people know her as RJ Christopher, could join my team. She said, Cindy, you have checklists for the checklist. I mean, I was just crazy about keeping track of things and staying on top of things. And she streamlined a lot of that. And then I've had some other people consult with us and work with us and help us pare that down and fine tune it. And yeah, Boomtown really does help us. That's a great CRM that, you know. What year did you get Boomtown? Oh my, five, six, seven, eight years ago. Okay, let I'm still think. searching though because I want to yeah. see because you had quite a spike last year. I'm trying yeah. to think of like because so usually you. it starts like the years before. Is there anything? Yeah. I can explain that. Okay. <laughs> In 2017, Misty, my right arm team manager, uh, was battling breast cancer, so she was out. Now it was just everything was back on me again, and so we I started rebuilding the team and just stalling until Misty could get back in, and she beat it and she's back and wow. and so 2018 shows that 2017 I was uh, you know just trying to stay alive. <laughs> Love it. I, I'm learning something else is that if you if anybody out there wants to beat cancer, we need you to join your team. Yeah, well done, well done. But no, again, the systems that it's, you know, all these things, life is going to happen. Like, what, right, what, what other so, system other than Boomtown? Oh, my goodness. So we've got, uh, we use Wise Agent to back up a, a number of other things. And just internally in our team, we have system, we have a system for everything. Uh, you so know, do you use Boomtown then for, for, lead, we for have, lead generation? Uh, we do. Okay. And we've got um, uh, transaction management systems. We, we have listing system every phase of the are business you is systematized. No, uh, we are using, um, well, we use Boomtown primarily for all the incoming yeah. leads, marketing, that kind of thing. We use Wise Agent to keep track of everything else. We've got some spreadsheets. All your clients. For, and I still have spreadsheets. I, you know, I built them a million years ago. We still have those. Are in, you a Google X, or are you a, a, an Excel spreadsheet girl? Uh, both. Both. I mostly use my Excel because I taught it to myself a hundred years ago, and yeah. let's just go 40, 40 years ago. Yeah, yeah. forty years. We're gonna go. No, we're gonna we draw the line there. No, we didn't have computers. We didn't have fax machines. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have MLS on a, even a terminal. We just had books. So, right. in, so in Boomtown, do you guys do Google or you do Facebook advertising? Do you know? We do. 
Yeah, because I did. All right, so, all right, so was any of the business, did it come from that? It does. Or is it still and working have, your sphere? I mean, you're I a have, Keller Williams girl. You get, yeah. I'm sure you do a bit of uh, sphere marketing as well. Yeah, just a tad. <laughs> <laughs> Only, not, not more than 33 touches a year, no, though. No, we're doing Google AdWords, and I've got a really smart guy that helps me with that, and um, I've got a marketing assistant. I've got some people that I trust and rely on and that know me and they know the standards and they know that our clients come first mm -hmm. and that you know um, giving them a positive real estate experience is the most important thing and, and that's when I cut back on the business when I start seeing our customer service slack off because we are do doing so much more business obviously we need some better systems to handle that better so we'll back Fall off back. Yeah. and fix that because you know, if we're not doing a great job for our clients, we're not going to last. So let's so. say I'm just going to because we run a team, we we have clients, we mm -hmm. are constantly trying to figure out ways to improve our customer service as mm -hmm. well. And so one of my challenges is let's say that we put together this system, this listing system, and it's got mm -hmm. a checklist. Mm -hmm. uh, do you guys? How do you? audit or how do you confirm that that checklist is happening every time? How do you manage your staff when <laughs> well, it comes we, to that? It's kind of old school, but it really works for us we, on the cover of every listing file is this spreadsheet detailed checklist of every single thing that we need to do with that seller all is the that, way Is that from. a custom or is it a Keller Williams? It's a custom. Uh, yeah. Right. yeah. And yeah. so then and you I'm have your... And I'm happy to share any of this stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Have, so then yeah. you have your staff initial and date when mm -hmm. it gets done exactly so you know who did. did it. Okay. Exactly what we do. When I was doing everything by myself, which I did for many, many years, um, you know, it's all in your head. You, you know if you've been to that house and you know if you called and followed up on the leads, you know, or the the follow-up, the feedback, you know, mm. you know everything you've done on that listing. When Bill joined me, now suddenly, I was like, what? I thought you were gonna call, you know, then that's when we realized, oh my goodness, we need more checklists, so. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody had the initial, then our daughter joined and she was kind of the marketing office person. Well, now there were three of us handling that client and that and then you get a transaction manager then you get a listing manager and you know you, the more people you put in into the thing the better your systems better be or yeah. balls are gonna drop yeah so. my uh, we actually had an agent on the team that was talking to us about uh, I don't remember what the exact concept was but the line that she used was you know Phil when two people are in charge of feeding the dog the dog dies. Yeah. That's true because everybody can think, well, I thought you did. That's yeah. like not me when you have a house full of kids. Not me did everything. Yeah, not, not me, right. So. That's funny. And so um, you, when, when are you just organic where you see it, you see what needs to be done and you're, you're figuring it out? Or do you have mentors and, and coaches that you look up to? Like where do you find inspiration in the business to, to know that, all right, I'm at 20 million this year and I'm gonna get to 40 million next year. Let me reach out to anybody and, and run things by or how do you, where do you yeah, turn for that's that? That's a great question. And you had said to, for me to be prepared for that. And I started listing the people that I had been influenced by my whole career and as we were talking earlier there wasn't any training a hundred years ago 40 years 40, ago yeah yeah <laughs> whatever it was and so you just you did have to just dig that out for yourself and i remember one gentleman in my first office an era office i had the business card with the big muscle on the sign the era sign that had a big red you know, right. it was a real estate sign post but the sign was a big, that was mine <laughs> But, uh, Strength you know, in real estate, yeah. I just bugged everybody in the office. I was constantly asking him questions, and he finally said, Cindy, you're a real nice girl, but could you go bother somebody else for a while? You just have too many questions. Because there was nowhere to learn the information. I sat at title companies, you know, desks. I sat at 
mortgage officers' desks. I bothered all the realtors, but there was a lady named Nancy Sego that sold me my house when I moved here. I've done a deal with Nancy Sego, absolutely. Century and, 21 is when it was she. Yeah, but we, we were ERA at the time at Glenn oh. Ewell's office, and Nancy told me, I didn't know anybody in Arizona. I knew my dad, and he wasn't buying or selling anything. I knew no one. <laughs> my prime rate was 21%. FHA VA were 18 and a half. It, I mean, nobody was getting new loans. Thank God and the I'm houses were only 50,000. Oh, I sold some for 10 and 20,000 in Tempe. <laughs> Times were tough. And you did what you could. But Nancy said, okay, we've got a listing. We're not working that much. It's, it's vacant. It's over here. I think it was at Hardy and Southern. Go make you a flyer on that. Well, of course, it was just a copy machine all you had in the office. So you'd cut out letters and signs out of a magazine or anything that would say the right things you mm -hmm. wanted on your flyer. <laughs> they or call those serial, it, serial killer letters now. Or you type it on the now. typewriter and <laughs> yeah. explode it up on the copier. And so make your own flyer. She said, then go knock all the doors in the neighborhood and tell the people you're going to be holding it open this weekend. And that was my training. And then I would just bother Nancy for questions for you know that whole first year of my, my career. Um, I listened to everything she said. I did everything she said. Yes, ma'am. You know, I was out there doing right, it. Right. And, and from there, I went to Stapley Mabry Realty, and Mark Mabry was a great influence on me. And he, um, I had a home building background. I had been building modular homes. I'd done fix and flips really young, back when they weren't called that. And um, Mark introduced me to some home builders, and then I took their listings, and I represented them, just some small, medium-sized guys in the Mesa area primarily. And from there, I went to Pulte Homes and sold for Pulte, then became a sales manager there, and that was a really critical Is that where you met change. Kenny? Was Kenny? No, Pulte? he no. was. Kenny's way younger than me. Oh, yeah. He probably wasn't alive. He probably wasn't alive yet. <laughs> oh, this but, is a long time ago. All right, yeah, a long time All ago. Right. But at any rate, that gave me a really good um, understanding of how to do volume because I personally sold, wrote 153 contracts new home contract sales, 128 of them closed over the next year and a half. And it, you know, the systems we had then, spreadsheets, they were on um, like a clear vellum paper well, and you would just write with the yellow markers to track yeah. so, all, all the right, So let's say, or so because we're in, or this is a helping podcast and we're trying yeah. to help people. So mm -hmm. insane, because it sounds like you really appreciated the mentorship Absolutely. that you, you know. Mm -hmm. So, but how do you help someone else find, because I think, well, they, you know, again, right after that, Howard Britton, I started working my CRS designation. But that was a, wasn't Howard Britton, it was a seminars, was what made... He, did, he was teaching CRS. So that was coaching. Oh, he was no, teaching CRS. he was teaching CRS Prior classes. to doing coaching. Okay. And then he did uh, Star Power, and that was a Star big Power's organization yeah. where top producers, when I started going to Star Power seminars, and people were standing up and saying, well, we did 100 sales last year, and 100. I mean, that's a lot. That was a lot yeah. in the eighties. Still is a lot. Still is a lot. Uh huh. And and but it just opened up your mind to what could be, and, and of course now you go to seminars and this guy did two thousand and this guy did twenty seven hundred last year and you know with big teams so, I think that's my but it's hard. that's my message is go get around go to masterminds go where top producers are hanging out. And you know, and and listen to what they're saying, and listen to what they're doing. Well, you're you're. I mean, you've emerged as. I mean, because to me, I see the business in. You know, you do less than we'll call it one deal a month, right? That's probably, you know, ninety percent of the realtors, mm -hmm. and then you have two deals a month, mm -hmm. then you have three deals a month, but mm -hmm. now you're in the 
five to seven deal a month category, mm -hmm. which is a, a level above, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So in that climb, like what are the things that you changed that, or you think it was just, I mean, what percentage of your business do you get from your database? 75 to 80%. 75 wow. to 80%. It used to be higher. And I'll explain that. And then you turned on lead sources? It was, exactly. And and I remember Gary Keller preaching. I'm a big Gary Keller fan. Um, I'm shocked. Gary says it. I'm here. <laughs> I know. How long have you been in Keller? Yeah. 19 years. Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. It literally, that when I went to Keller Williams, Gary talked differently than anybody else I'd been around. And it was about working on your business and, you know, and, and building better systems and doing a better job. Yeah. And, and so... You know, that's where I really, I think, started learning about building a team. I always had assistants. I'd always, and they were always great people. I always hire really good people, of course. We don't think that you would bring anyone into no, the world that but into your. But they system. might not be the fit for the position. Well, that I happens. thought they, yep. you know, yeah. so that's what I learned. I started learning that there are actually people who love to do paperwork. You know, those right. uh, oh, that's realtors in the room. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, but, I, yeah. I have realtors that love to do paperwork. I know. <laughs> Maybe they're in a wrong seat. They might yeah. be better as a transaction manager. Well, I think, well, you know what it is, is, is I think it's when you're first getting started and you finally get a deal, right? You hunted the deal for a long time and now you got one and you're like, I kind of want to enjoy this for a little bit. I want to take the car for a ride for a little, right? Like, yeah. Are you kidding? These things are harder to find than they look like, right? So maybe, let me make sure I understand everything that's going on here. <laughs> I remember that feeling that I thought I needed to know everything before I could do anything. When does that? When did that subside? When I think my branch manager, office manager, said, Cindy, you're never going to sell anything sitting in this office. You know, and I kept saying, but I don't know all the answers. And I think it's when I figured out that I could knock doors and people would ask a question and I would not know the answer because you're not going to know. I still, there's answers I still don't know after all this time. So what was the last time you knocked the door? Oh. oh. Probably last year. Really? Yeah, I haven't done any yet. So do you do them like off of open houses or you just have yeah, a farm? Usually yeah, it's usually I'm demonstrating to my team how to do it, but I'm a great door knocker. I love to knock doors. Do I've rebuilt knock, my so career do you, four do you times prefer, Do you prefer doors. to knock above the doorknob or below? <laughs> I even can't see the no soliciting signs. They just don't even show up in my <laughs> I'm serious. And people, my, my agent's like, Cindy, that says no soliciting. I'm like, where? You're like, stop yeah. paying attention. <laughs> well, that's for the solicitors. That's not for us. For but no, I think when I learned to say, that's a great question. I don't know the answer, but I know where to get it. Oh, my gosh. That was empowering. And that freed me up to get out of the office go knock doors or hold open houses or talk to people on the phone. Well, I mean, you know, to, it was just to huge. me, I'm going to challenge you with the question. Okay. So I think, though, that it was more acceptable to, meaning that in today's world, there's more competition online. Mm -hmm. And it's easier for the consumer to find more people. So to me, we see consumers being more educated before they're coming to us. Mm -hmm. Right? Like I to love me, that. Five to eight years ago, I still felt I had more. I had, meaning the base level of a new realtor that wants to get into the business, because mm -hmm. we rely still a lot on relationships, that I think that they have to be, you know, a little bit better coming in because of the. Because now when they go online, they can see that Cindy Powers sold, you know, a thousand houses, and mm -hmm. how do I compete against her? Yeah, I think. Um if I was going to start over right now, 
I mean, I've started over a lot of times knocking doors and holding open houses on other people's listings, but uh, I'm not, that's not a bad suggestion right now. That still works, by the way. Yeah, the it's hot out, still work. It is hot, but that's, still it, that's when nobody else is out there. You don't have any competition, so, yeah. you know, but you find out I'm a hustler. <laughs> I can tell, well, that's very uh-huh. clear. I got a listing the other day, and I asked the man, why did you list with me? Because I felt that the other people he was interviewing were more qualified in that area, and he said, because you're a hustler. Well, all right, well, no, but I want to dive deeper in that. So, because what I notice in listing appointments is that I have more competition. Like, I remember, because I wanted to become a dominant agent in 2013, I'm like, I want more listings, and there'd be like three or four, and now it's like six, seven. Do you see that too, where they're interviewing more people? Sometimes I do. Well, not um, on your referral business, but on right, the, the ones Right, that... on the new business. And, and so you just go in and... and you know, I think I just honestly care about the people. I care. My goal is to find out what is what is it they're trying to accomplish. You know, by when. You know, what's their motivation? And once you can figure all that out, now you can solve those problems. They they want us to solve their problems. And if we can't do that, then we're not equipped to show up at their door and and take up their time. Right, but I mean, everybody else their interview is also wanting to solve their problems. So there's well, got to be something else. Or do they just want more, one more listing? I'm not convinced all of us are. I think that's just what's kept me around a long time. I really do care about the people, and they really do. You think they just want one more listing? What do you think? I think <laughs> I think that that becomes a common thread for the guests that we have that are on our show. Is it's the people that I mean, it's no surprise that we have guests on our show that do a good amount of business, and they all lead with the let me care first about the client and not necessarily mm-hmm. about the paycheck, mm-hmm. right? Because that's not the first time that we've heard that. But no. I know that you compete against people who care first about the client too, mm-hmm. or at least say that. Mm-hmm. So the way that you say it or how you show it instead of say it separates you from the people that you beat. I think that, and I just think be knowledgeable, be prepared, do your homework, uh, know that market, know the area, follow the trends. Those are uh, all huge words, Jeff yeah. Sock. Oh. That is, those you are know. easy ones yeah. to say, but as a, if, I'm, um, if I'm an agent that's sitting listening to this podcast and I did $5 million last mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. and I want to figure out how to get to $20 million, and I just... And I took what you just said and I wrote them down on a piece of paper and now I'm going to do that when I go to my next listing appointment. You know what happens? Blinder. Like, yeah, the, it's headlights. So you're, like, where do I turn? What does that mean more specifically on when you say be knowledgeable about it? I mean, on every aspect of it. Like, does that mean go into, do you go physically walk into all of the houses that are for sale that are their competition so that you can address all the different issues? They're like, what does be educated and knowledgeable about mm-hmm. that listing mean to you? If I was newer that's what I would do. If yeah. I hadn't already been in a lot of those houses in that neighborhood, I have that advantage, you know, of the, the experience. So a lot of times I can look online, but if there's not enough for me to get a feel for it, yes, I go. Right. And I like taking listings. I, I mean, I know that's, um, it's not as fun as- From other agents fire. or just, <laughs> <laughs> what do you no. mean by that? How is listings not fun? Like, yeah. Yeah. When you said that, like, like listings were bad. Well, like your sellers are never, you know, you never quite get them all the money they want. You never quite did it, the, you know. Oh, you're saying sellers are difficult. Well, that's sellers, a different conversation. Uh, sellers are different. <laughs> different, yeah. emotional. They're just emotional. You the keys to the new buyers, well, you know, all yeah. that fun stuff yeah. of working with buyers. I mean, you know? to me, it's uh, competing in today's environment because um, now they know the price of their house when we mm-hmm. walk into it. They Meaning they, well, they got three different opinions from mm-hmm. the Zestimate from Real.com and mm-hmm. Redfin. 
but then they also may have already gotten an offer. Do you see mm -hmm. that a lot mm -hmm. now? Where you walk in and they have already mm -hmm. got, or they maybe they don't tell you, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you mm -hmm. fish that out of them? I don't see it a lot. Yes, they've looked. Yes, they click on it to get their zest. Don't see it a lot. Thing. I'm shocked by that. But I mean, and we offer to get them offers too. We'd like we like to get them for them, you know. And we talk about that when they call or we call them when we're talking about getting a listing appointment. That's one of the values we bring uh -huh. is that we will. Uh, we be able to get you I buyer, you know, offers. And I've got investors. I mean, I've got. Do you call it investors or do you call it buyers? Um, both. Yeah. You know, um, I used to call it discounters. I mean, you know, I've got lots of. I don't know what all slips out of my mouth, but. Anyway, <laughs> lots of big well words. said. But, well but said. I like well the, said. You know, I like the I buyers, and I really think that they bring a value. That they're they fill a need in our marketplace, and and then it, you know if they buy that person's home now, maybe we've got a buyer that can, a non-contingent buyer that can go buy a home. Really, whatever's best for that client is what's gonna be best for us because they're gonna be happy, they're gonna tell their friends and you know, we, we all agree. move on together. I so, agree. You asked me something about new agents though. I think if I was a new agent in, in this marketplace now, I would get on a team, I would ask them, and what I tell people, if they're joining my team, all right, give me a two-year commitment. We'll show you everything about how the team works you know, you'll learn, you, you know, you go do your part, go to all the training, learn what we, what we teach. Two year commitment, But like in two years then, if you want to step off and form your own team or okay. go get somebody else's team, that's fine, we'll help you. So you're... So I like, I just like getting a little bit of a commitment up front. Dude, I love your passion, there's no doubt about <laughs> it. All right, but let's go, let's go a little higher. How about, because this is about helping people break out, mm -hmm. which is beyond the new agent okay. level. It's uh. I, I, you know, Cindy, I've been doing about six million a year. Mm -hmm. I get up to seven million. I go down to four million. I get up. So how? What do you do in advising and helping that agent? They probably need to hire some help. They probably need to hire some administrative support. Is that what? Because what, what it's right about that that four to six to eight. How many trans? How many transactions is that? Well, of course, it depends on their price range. Southeast Valley, we don't have a high yeah, twenty to thirty. Range, you know? Yeah. But yeah, so at that point, when you start sensing that you're not doing a great job, you know, the balls are dropping off. Wait, 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 I've interviewed you know. a thousand agents. Yeah. They don't always recognize that they're not. How oh do you, man, how, I what, what are it, the signs? I don't know, I knew it immediately. When they're calling you instead of you're calling them, when you're being reactive instead of proactive. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again? That was gold. When what? <laughs> Yeah, I cannot take that. And my staff, when they're calling knows. you instead of you calling them. That's, uh, I, I like That's that how one. you know balls are yeah. dropping or you're not keeping the, all these plates spinning and, and you get them all going and that one starts falling and you're running down there. You've been to see the suns then. You've been spinning yeah. the plates. Yeah. Okay. It's a halftime show, I believe. So, okay. So, but you, so you don't think it's, you think it's, a, it's assistance It's first. leverage. It's leverage. Ab absolutely. And, and listing. It's the right Wait a minute. Leverage. And leads. Yeah. And listings. Yeah. Is that? Like there's this book out there. It might be read. I'm not sure. Maybe Gary yeah. took a portion. She probably has sure. a few signed copies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You full of notes. Yeah. No, it, but it's so true. And and I mean, I think I always knew that back when I was at Realty Execs, I knew that I've always. For, I Wait don't know. a minute! Nancy you've been at you've been Nancy at really Siegel Siegel probably told well, me well, list. <laughs> well, you told me uh, Seagull was uh, what was the name of that company? She was at ERA. 
Oh, it was we ERA. Okay. That was the very first company. Okay. Did you didn't go to Century 21 when she went no, there? No. You I've went never to Keller been, Williams? I've never been to, no, okay. I've been to a lot of companies. But yeah. yeah. I've owned wow. my own. I've done a bunch well, of things. I mean, so. it's funny. So, um, <laughs> so how about, do you think that brokerage matters? Most definitely. To the consumer? To the consumer. Do not think it matters to the consumer. Got it. Interesting, it never, right? It never, Do you think it ever did? I changed companies. No, I don't. I'm thinking about all the brainwashing that was put into us. I was at Prudential for, I think, 11 years. You've been years good and brainwashed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, because they would say, whoa, look at all that we bring. No one ever listed with me because I was at Century Twin, or not Century, I was never there, ERA or Stapley Mabry or uh, Prudential or Realty Executives or my own company. It, it was just me. It, it was nothing to do really with the company. I had that conversation this morning I with somebody. I'm like, it's your name and your phone number. Like that's where yeah. you stand. That's your brand. That's yeah. your brand. Yeah. Now your company is important. If that is a fit for you, you know that's why we have different companies. We're all different. We're not. What if we only have one company? That life would be boring and people would be confused and. Well, all of us we only have, have one. We only have one Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Look how boring it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We didn't have to kill one, don't we? <laughs> yeah, and we die trying to go yeah, to Mars. Yeah, no, so let's well, keep the, let's well okay. So how about this? I'm just trying to, you know. Uh, I, got, I wanted. To, I got a question. Oh, eighty sure. percent of your business comes from your database. Mm-hmm. You do. How many events do you throw a year? We only do customer a, events. Customer yeah, events. We only do about two customer events a year. And that's the Shredathon. The Shredathon. The wealth building. <laughs> Yeah. Seminars? Oh, well, yeah, if I add those in, yeah, then it's more. Okay. And we do at your um, office or at a different location? It's well, we just are changing. We used to do them at our office, and that we've done them at the real at the uh, title company office. We've done them at What's the lenders' office. What's your goal on how many people you try and get to an event? Well, our shredathon, I think we usually have seventy or eighty, and, and I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. How many of those uh, are out of the branch, mm-hmm. and how many of those are clients? Seventy or eighty clients show up. Yeah. It's it's Yeah. Hey, I'm just with and it's clients that live right in the neighborhood too because we're right there in Velvet Lake. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just let me just qualify this. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And do you is your database seventy or eighty clients big? So you get everybody there. (laughs) How big is your database? What percentage of your database? Yeah. Oh, that's a very small percentage. Okay. All right. So let's go to Wise Agent. In Wise Agent, what's the numbers? Five seventy-eight. Is it eight hundred? Yeah, I think it's a, some thousands of clients, probably yeah. nine, ten thousand. Awesome. I mean, I've been around a long time, but um, and not all of those um, have paper to shred. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What not about, all what of those about, will okay, come so, to so, a homebuyer seminar. Not all yeah, of those no, will but, come but to a. No, but do you do anything like? Um, she just said homebuyer seminar. Mm-hmm. You do oh. those as yeah, well. Yeah, we have one coming up too. Coming up next month. Homebuyer slash investor. Yeah, we stopped doing first-time homebuyer. We used to do those all the time, and now we're doing homebuyer slash investor seminars because we, with this big database and all these clients that, you know, we've sold homes to or sold homes for, um, I'm I'm so passionate that they need to be owning more real estate because we're in this really cool period right now where our prices, we don't have enough homes. The affordability is still here. We're, we're really great as far as the nation, you know, comparisons go. They can buy some homes here, have them leased out. Those entry-level homes are going to do nothing but go up in value. And, well, I agree you know, with you. The so, investor portion, it's funny because we had Sarah Richardson on, and she said it's always been 20% of the environment 
But I what feel, do you mean? <clears throat> meaning that there was 95,000 homes sold through MLS last mm-hmm. year, 97, mm-hmm. 538 or whatever mm-hmm. the off number was. Mm-hmm. And this year we're going to do about the same. That, But the total amount of homes that are sold in Maricopa County is about 115. Mm-hmm. So about 20,000 homes are sold each year in what are... What, what I think is true, and you'll know this because you've been in business a long time, where a lot of realtors get into business to buy and sell transactions, uh-huh. right? Like they get into mm-hmm. business to do investments, and mm-hmm. she's like, well, basically Open Door and OfferPad and these companies that are doing iBuying are just competing with those people and making it more public. And there's more uh, more visibility to that, that meant, like, it's, like we're really not creating a new segment, it's just, you know, when, there's, you know, when I got into business in 2003 and there was 33,000 agents or roughly about mm-hmm. that, there was still lots of that going on mm-hmm. off market. And then when we got mm-hmm. into 05 and 06, there was lots of off market stuff that was mm-hmm. happening outside. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. just an interesting take to the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. So, but, but to me now. Just packaged differently. Right. But also you add in the things that we were voted the number one VRBO state in the city, city in the mm-hmm. country. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, I noticed that there's investors, meaning just the, the, the dynamics of the real estate world is different. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that uh, more people are owning them as investments. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you own any real estate? Mm-hmm. I do. Right. Outside of where we you owned live? a lot when the market crashed, then we owned none. big words yep okay i owned a lot in the 80s and then the tax laws changed in 86 and we all sold all our investments then they changed them back and we wish we had so you own a couple well actually it was um because it might have been steve Steve yes it was steve chater because Go ahead. What is Steve Cheater? Uh, there's two great things. I mean, Steve is full of lots of great things. But Steve the, is. But, <laughs> but the, what did Steve say? I mean, what I what I credit him for, and you'll know if this is accurate or not, but um, selling real estate is a means to an end, and owning real estate is the end. Yeah, that sounds like something he would say. Yeah, um, and he teaches. He wrote the book Hold, and he teaches classes on wealth building through owning real estate. Yeah. yeah. He owns Actually, a property management company. So, you know, yeah. I he practices a, what he preaches. I was in a <laughs> listening appointment with Phil Sexton, and I think the year was 2000. Was it 15 or 16? Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, we were, that year we listed roughly around $33 million worth of houses, but I wanted to be really, really good at this. So we were looking at ways of trying to change what we did. If we, were in a, we were in a mastermind group with Mr. Chater and actually Kenny, and Kenny said the best listing, the best listing price strategy I ever learned was from Steve Chater. And ever, but the thing was is, I learned it, but then it wasn't until three years later that I actually used it and Quite implemented it. it. Yeah, so using the. Well, it might have taken the market. So let me ask you, right? <clears throat> so are these? So what is his? Right. So what do you do? You know what the listing price strategy that he teaches is? Well, I probably do. I can't think of well, it how about the top this? of my head. So <laughs> aggressive, passive, and non-competitive. Do you mm-hmm. use that? Or are you a one-price lady in the listing appointment? Yeah. No. Uh, definitely. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't have those exact names for them, but. What are you named? Bun- bunnies, rabbits, and <laughs> hair? No, I Kangaroos. just you know, I think I just try to try to ask enough questions of the client to see what's their motivation, what are what their goal, what are they trying to accomplish, 
and yeah, this, and and based so, on that, then we use the aggressive passive. You know, that's exactly right. Very similar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and because people know, and they will answer that question, they know what they what they need to accomplish by when. Right. Timelines. Mm -hmm. Obviously I know, well, matters. But I think uh, what do you, what's, do you know what your average sales price is? Yeah, three forty. Three forty. Because what I I've learned. Beg is your pardon. That's the average sales price in Gilbert right now. I think mine's a little under that because I've got. A client that does uh, fix and flips of manufactured homes. Sure. So pull my every yeah. down. Well, because uh, the thing. But it used to be, you know, in the threes, and it, it, you know, that's where we're heading back again with the current pricing, the way things are looking. Yeah. That's our. You know, yeah. No, I was more of. What uh, is it like two two fifty two something I it was in like the valley? Two eighty six. Yeah. yeah valley roughly, wide. I don't know. I'm mm. not sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's your project du jour to help you get to the forty million? Right now, I'm adding two more salespeople because we have enough leads to yep. support that. Yep. Two more salespeople. And Do you I'm, have people in the pipeline, or is it? <clears throat> Attention, if you're yes. in the Gilbert Mesa area, Miss <laughs> Flowers' office is that where? That's right, Valveston Baseline. Yeah. No, right. we are currently interviewing. Just interviewed a lady this morning. We are looking for two salespeople, um, buyer agents, buyer specialists, and I'm also looking for, and this might be harder to find, not a clone of me because that would, good God, we couldn't have we two of us that. in this world. Yeah, that, that <laughs> no, it exist. would not be good. Mm. But someone who wants to learn from me, be my listing partner, uh, trainee, Ooh. apprenticeship Ooh. kind of a thing. Opportunity yeah. knocks, right? That's yeah. awesome. So it's somebody who's willing to get in my back pocket and go everywhere I go and hang with me every day. What kind of car do you got? Hopefully it's nice <laughs> What kind of pocket? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's your, what's your f air freshener? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, meals are not included. No yeah. frills, no fringe. <laughs> There's no sleep Worker. allowed. You gotta be a hustle. Right. <laughs> you gotta be a right. hustle. All right. That's right. Bring the hustle. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. So it's... Um, we are looking for that because then we can better serve our clients. I just need right. a little more, bit more help. We just put in place a new uh, team. Um, I'm going to call her like an office manager. And how big? Let's that's talk about your team. What, tell me about the, the how many staff members, yeah. how many agents. Okay, so what we have right now, and again, this has changed so many times, and it, it constantly does, and I think a lot of teams are that way. Uh, what we have right now, Misty, my team manager, she oversees the salespeople. But she's also looking for a lead buyer specialist, a sales manager kind of a person, not just a sales agent, somebody who can rally the troops, you know, really work with them every day. Because Misty's, you know, she Misty can do everything I can do, which is really nice. Uh, but we don't need two of me, and we don't. We need a sales manager. Um, I've been that many times in my life, but that's not what I want to be doing right now. I just want to focus on listings and generating leads uh -huh. for our team. And so um, we are looking for those agents. One, one hopefully will be a future sales manager, lead buyer agent, we call it. The uh, other position we just put in place, I've changed some people around. Uh, Valerie, who's been with me 16 years, uh, is now, she's, she's wanting to semi-retire, not really, because <laughs> I brought her back from retirement, I think, twice already. <laughs> I let her retire for two months one time. Now, Valerie. Can you like just give us three hours a day, a couple times a week, you know? Yeah. And then pretty soon I got her back full time. I just sucked her back in. Uh, You're girl. a salesperson. You're a salesperson. Yeah. 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 So now Valerie is transitioned out again, and she's our transaction manager. She was used to be everything, you know, wore every hat. And so 
she's doing transactions. We've got Michelle doing uh, running the office. Misty, Valerie, Michelle. Mm -hmm. I'm at three staff members so far. Yeah, you, that's so. That's what we have so far is three staff members. Okay. Um, Misty right. also sells. I also sell. I mostly list. Yep. Um, How Lorenzo, many other agents? Lorenzo's been with me. He started with me like 25 years ago, and he's back. He moved back to the Valley. So I've got Lorenzo, buyer agent, really good, experienced buyer agent. I have Blanca, who's out having a baby right now, but she'll be back. Congratulations, Blanca. Yeah, exactly. And it's so cool. And so we, all, they're all contributing to the top line number. Yeah. And or they have so, their own production outside of that. Nope. They, okay. Everybody, yeah. we all okay. work together. And so Blanca's been learning the business. She's a, a been a showing agent, but she's learning how to be a buyer agent and be able to write her own contracts. So when she gets back uh, from maternity leave, then she will take a, a bigger role in working with buyers directly instead of just as a showing agent. So now I need another showing agent because Blanca will graduate up. And so um, that's the team right now. And then awesome. Bill, my husband, does, he does work yeah. from home, and Bill backs us up. He does a lot of our mailings, a lot of hand addressing of things and stuffing, and he's really good at that. And he knows all he knows the okay, names, so he knows do, the people. Do do he sold most of, of them my house. You know? Do you do a lot of database mailers? Um, we do some mailing. I probably do more mailing than a lot of agents. I still believe okay, so in like the old how many days, times? everybody's post mailbox was stuffed, and now not so much. So yeah. Dwayne Cowley said that the, the ideal amount of people, to, uh, amount of times to touch somebody was every 18 days? Are you mm -hmm. Yeah, that? it's like 35 times a year. 35 some times? Way, in, okay. in one way. And so is that, do you okay. count social media in that? Um, you can't really count that because you can't. Measure that. So 35 times a year outside of social media. So that's calling. It's calling the mails. Mail. It might be some text messages. Text. It might be. Um, it might be. Uh, yeah. Ma okay. So mailing, text messages, phone calls. It's probably that. You can't really count your. Are you a media. Are you? Um, we we started something on our team called Coffee for Closures, which is dedicated calling early in the morning mm -hmm. from nine to eleven. Do you, mm -hmm. do you guys? You, mm -hmm. We do mornings. And what day, again, every I heard, day, or do you take a day off? I mean, I heard well, we try to do that Monday through Friday. So, are you still doing that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, I definitely do for yep. sure. Yeah, so for you sure. come in. So, is it nine? I'm calling sellers. You have 10,000 past clients. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you're active, I'm, you're calling active. I'm calling, no, I'm calling, yeah, I'm calling seller sellers, leads. seller leads. I'm working seller leads Got primarily. It. Some of them may be past clients, I might have already sold them their home three, four times, but. Yeah. I'm I'm into the grandkids now. I'm selling it to people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but re, I mean, just thinking in real numbers, right? If you do sixty deals a year times forty deals, that's two hundred and forty mm -hmm. clients. But knowing that you, I'm sure you sell a lot of houses, like six or seven of the same people. Mm -hmm. there's, those ten thousand mm -hmm. people can't be all clients. No, they're not. Okay, they're not. Yeah. They're just in our database. They've raised their hand. They've called on a listing they yeah most of them have but, but you don't call every they're not i don't personally call right, everyone right. but, I mean, but you someone target, does you target the <laughs> is it like a top 100 list is it the top 200 we have our vips and we have another group that we call our appreciation list and some of those are vips yeah. So the local ones who live in the area that we can invite to the shred event we can invite so to you come do different events to, for the vips mm-hmm the, like a the get, did you do dinners? The, we don't. The VIPs get different mailings sometimes. The appreciation people get invited to events. Uh, they might get the mailer for the 4th of July events that we just sent mm -hmm. out. I posted that this morning, I think. Um, so Beautifully done. 
Yeah. Is that be, done in house or do you get a? Yeah, security title helps me do that yeah, stuff. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I no, leverage. It good. I have a lot of help. <laughs> leverage. Uh, that's twice. Yeah. That's twice. <laughs> Ding. We need to. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I think. I mean, we're we're not perfect at it. We strive for it. I know. I remember hearing uh, Dave Jenks and Gary Keller speak, and it's in that red book about the thirty-five touch or thirty-three touch. They called it, and. Um, it's hard to hit. It is, but but Do you all get the there? studies. I think we probably get close to thirty. We I don't I'm not sure if we get them all. Great in. job, dude. Yeah. That's amazing. The important thing is to do it in the mornings, and that that's what the Stanford, Harvard, okay. Yale right. research. I got, I, got, I got a good one for you. Yeah. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> what's you your be, what's your best intro script for someone you you talk to regularly? What's Give us one. Yeah, I mean, if you feel like you're just out, I, I never am out, out of anything because we've got, always got a new listing. It might not be right for them, but maybe a family member. I mean, I've always got something to say. Or did you hear the latest news? Arizona just, you know, Maricopa County is the number one fastest growing county in the nation out of 3,014 counties. I mean, there's just stuff you can say. I follow the Cromford Report. Mike Orr is my other hero besides Gary Keller, so. Yeah, Tina spoke at an event. Yeah, Tina is yeah. freaking amazing. I love her, and um, yeah, we, every morning, we send out the comfort, whatever they just said that day goes out to our team, and then we're all sharing it with our clients. Sometimes I share that information in social media, just if it's really something pertinent. I mean, to this morning, uh, every city in the Valley is up in with positive real estate news, and you know we had a slowdown, all of us, yeah, towards right. the second half last so let's, year. All right, so now, let, let's find out. Let's, now we're uh, back. Um, so Gary Keller came out two years ago and predicted that the end is near. So where do you stand on the uh, meaning the run? Right? Like don't we, you pick on Gary? Yeah, don't no, you? It's our. She is a fan. <laughs> don't you pick on her? What do you mean the it's, end is near? The the real estate. No, he was. Well, he was saying that market's usually cool after seven years or whatever. Now with interest rates, like because. We started slow, and then, but then all of a sudden the markets picked up. Right? Picked up again. Yeah. But the point, we my, had about a slow my, year, though, from mid-year last if year. You were, if, if I was going to rub your head and get a prediction of when you think. <laughs> <laughs> You're of, talking to somebody who's been through a lot. I know. Of this is why I, well, I'm, yeah. bet, I'm betting that you can. When people tell me they've been in the business 10 years, I say, well, then you've never seen a normal market, have you? Yeah. <laughs> because the last 10 years. Well, that's true. No, but that's very true right now. Is that it has been good. It's 2019 since 2011, right? So, um, when do, do you think we continue on this? You know what I mean? Do you think that there's another, you know. Uh, How long does this trajectory last? Yes. I think I don't care. Yeah. Nice answer. But you have people that are like, you know. So Your clients care. I, well, yeah, I want to buy an investment do. property. You're the 40-year expert. What's going to happen next mm -hmm. year? I'm a little worried because right. we're getting close to the run. So, your leader, Red Book mm -hmm. writer, said that it's, <laughs> we're close to the end. So he also says real estate's a local business. I go to masterminds all over the nation, and the realtors are struggling. The market's already shifted back east, and in this market and that market, and they're struggling, and they're doing price reductions on listings, and everything. the sky is falling. And, I mean, yeah, we've lived through like that what here. What market's that? You know? Uh, there's a lot of them through the Midwest and really? the South. And, yeah. Well, they have, uh, we have population growth. We do. Unfair and that's what carried advantage. us through all the way, 70s, 80s, 90s. You know, that's, 
we've always had that in Arizona. But we also, but when, it when the down crash came, and, yeah. we, we fell the furthest and the fastest and, you know, took the longest to get back out of the ditch. But I still sold real estate. You know, we, you have to change what you do. You have to yeah. pay attention to what's happening around you. So people ask, I think in Arizona, locally, in my market, in the Southeast Valley, I think it's a great time to buy investment property. And I, and I always think it's a great time to buy at the right price. That's the key. So, you know. Is that so that the, the new Google employees are going to move there? The new Amazon employees? The Lightouche is coming to Gilbert yeah. with a $95,000 average salary. I mean, there's things you need to pay attention to and, and you know, and care about and, and be able to share that information. And with learn it and be able to restate it when mm -hmm. appropriate, depending on who you're working with. All right. Mm -hmm. So, I got two questions to wrap it up for. One is maybe um what have we not talked about that you want to talk about or what should we share and then um is there any questions that you have for us a stumper i'm just gonna fill the void while yeah, you think it. right yeah i can't think of anything different <laughs> <laughs> awesome awesome i i'm excited that you came down to talk to us i think that Thank there you. is some gold in this presentation that i have to go re-listen to because we're always trying to get better we strive for perfect but you know what mm -hmm. we're not perfect oh we all and, just and we hearing... learn from each other i mean i, I value all the other realtors in our business because and that's why i attend everything that's why i like this and if somebody has a top producer panel we all go we want to hear what they're doing and what they'll share. And most of us share our spreadsheets. We share our tips. We yeah, share our marketing. Yeah, you know it's not, it's not the system. It's everything that, it's all the details that goes into it and sure. making sure that it's well, executed. The better we all get, the better job we're going to do. It's well, not really a let competition. Me, let me, you know? Okay, I'm going to say something similar but different. The okay. better we all get, the better we'll be perceived by the client, well, by, the, by consumers out there, mm -hmm. because that's, I think, a battle that you've been on, obviously, for 40 years. Yeah. And well, back, back then, our, our business was not professional. It mm -hmm. was Everybody was part-time, and it was, and we all were striving for all these years to make it more professional, and it is. It's a far cry from where it was. And I think there, it's, and we it's have room continuing, to grow. absolutely, yeah. room to grow. We can always get better. But thank you, Cindy, for coming thank down today. Guys. We appreciate yeah, the time. Awesome. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the, the touch thing to me is just overwhelming. Oh, we'll get, yeah. I mean, overwhelming good, right? Yeah. So we're trying to, because I feel like, you know, now there's uh, 50,000 realtors, mm -hmm. and now we have a large, we have more discounter brokerages and more iBuyers, mm -hmm. meaning the competition seems to be at a fever pitch for after our clients. Like, what the mm -hmm. hell are they thinking? Like, mm -hmm. like what, 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 so that we think that relationships have mm -hmm. to, you're gonna have to get deeper. And 33 touches might be the best way to get Yeah, there. but at the end of the day, and I remember the very first book I sent away for to learn about real estate because they didn't teach it in the brokerages, there was a thing in there that said, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And that sounds so corny, but that is still true. It's the yeah, bottom it's like, line. Yeah. Bang. Boom. Yeah, Mic boom. drop. Mic Although, drop. these are nice Awesome, mics. Cindy. Thank you so much. Thank yes. you, guys. Episode 100. Yeah. If you guys liked it, let Cindy know. She's on <laughs> Facebook. She's got a, a Facebook business for, page. Uh, looking for some help there. I and am. if you liked this podcast, please let us know on iTunes. Give us a rating. A five-star would be appreciated. If not, shoot us an email. Let us know. Why not? Yeah. We'll get that corrected. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank all you right. all. Have Thank a good day. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Now more than ever, it is important to put the consumer first. Check us out on all major streaming platforms like SoundCloud, iTunes, Player FM, Google Play, and Stitcher. 
information about one-on-one -on -one coaching or solution events, text 480-530-7972.